don't listen to what I say as much as you watch what I do. News News is the practical application of these philosophies I'm sharing with you right now. I'm going to take a few minutes here because in the office, I bought this big whiteboard uh, last summer when we moved from uh, Tanya Whalen's uh, building where the, uh, where the, um, is it the heritage, what was, uh, not heritage, but um, the exchange, the hometown exchange and, and her, her hair shop there. I, I'm, I'm really bad at those, those terminologies. Uh, but where her business is, we were there when we moved across the street into the Art 105 building, which is literally connected to this building. One thing I bought was a whiteboard. And I, I bought this whiteboard because I get these, like, crazy ideas, if you probably can't imagine. I don't know, like putting on a one-day summit. And, and I kind of look at Travis or Aletha or Matt or Chris, and I go, hey, I got an idea. And they, that's when the, the, like, it's one at a time that the eye roll begins, you know. And, and it's like, oh, here's BJ when these crazy ideas again. But a lot of what we're trying to do in this market is, is break new ground in how people or why people should be thinking about social media um, as, a, as a, a form of communication. And it really has been like... Sorry, Travis, but beating people up against the head because we're so used to printed paper or billboards uh, or commercials and flyers. It's like, you just heard Chris. I mean, I'm, I'm here telling you email is still relevant. And Chris like, I don't check email, right? So it, there's a, it's still relevant. It is. We're both right, right? We're both right about it. I say an email is the people who click on something in your email are your most loyal followers, right? But you got to get their attention so they'll actually open up the email because Chris just told you he ain't opening it, right? Pretty much. And so there are some philosophies and some things that as we go through our day and as I'm thinking about Match Mile Media's own clients because we've got a handful of clients uh, in Kinsale, North County and outside where we actually at Madge Mile Media do the social media marketing for brands. In other words, I put the owner's shoes on, right? Aletha, like when we were working on the barbecue festival, I said, I want us coming to, to work every day smelling like barbecue, right? Because we got to be thinking about it that much that it exudes from our pores, right? And that is what you've got to do when you're working for somebody else. And so one thing we've talked about a lot is how much more consulting our business is going to do versus the actual managing of profiles. Because you can already see Facebook, Facebook story, Instagram, Instagram story, Twitter, website. And I'm, you start going through this list of all these tools, you're going, I don't know if, <laughs> I, don't know if I could do it all. And I told Angie, she's a realtor here a while ago, that I think... I think if, if, you just, if you just take one or two things and you say, Monday morning, I'm doing these one or two things. I'm going to try these one or two things, and I'm going to be very consistent about it. Then that was worth your day because I'm telling you, it, it could revolutionize your business. So I use this whiteboard 
to put up all these crazy ideas and these philosophies and these thoughts that come through my head. I saw the, the phrase pro tip earlier. I think it was Tanya's presentation. I was like, that's pretty funny because I, I was getting frustrated with some business businesses in our community and what they were doing on social or not doing. And so Brandon Potter and I, one day I just grabbed the camera and, and I just went walking down the street and I just did these pro tips and it was really me picking on other businesses, but in a fun comical way. And I just did one, two, three, and I wrapped up and had some funny music and, and all kinds of stuff. And we called them pro tips so much that my wife took my, my, my Snapchat, uh, bitmoji and then put the hashtag pro tip on it. And anybody got one of those little cricket machines that can you know, print out different graphics for t-shirts. So she printed one out and she put it on my whiteboard. So my little bitmoji with hashtag pro tips up there. Cause that's kind of my board where I just, I just throw it on the board. And then over about a week or two, if I haven't kind of sifted through, I just take a picture of the whole board and I put it in a little group chat we've got. Um, but I use that to keep these messages in front of me that I'm trying and practicing because the way I look at it, some of you may be attorneys, some of you may be doctors, and we call that practicing your, your craft. That's the way I look at social media. I'm a social media practitioner. And um, so I want, what I want to go through real quick are a few uh, social media philosophies, the way I look at it, and how I've built. Uh, these are the things that when I look at Magic Mile Media, I was looking at the market right after Hurricane Matthew, and I said, um, what what are businesses doing, or more importantly, not doing when it comes to social media, and how do I how do I view how social media should be told, or or acted upon? And then I said, what is driving what I'm doing, or what I've done the last eight years as mayor, uh, or at that time it was like six seven years. Uh, what have I been doing, and how do I apply that into the business world, into a church, into a brand? Right? How do I apply it there? And I said, what are some of these constant things? And so I'm going to give you three of them real quick. Uh, the first one, I call it puppies and babies. And I, I've amended this over time. Uh, Chris can attest to it. But I've amended it to include uh, military and emergency services personnel, police officers, EMS folks, et cetera. And basically what it means is if, if I took a picture of uh, anybody in this room and then I – and we did a poll, and it was, which picture do you like better? And it was A or B. And on A is a picture of anybody in this room, the, the pretty ones and the ugly ones, right? And I took a picture of a puppy, and that was B. Which picture do you think most people would vote for that they like more? The puppy. Puppies win every time. Same thing with a baby. Adult me, baby me. Which picture do you like better? Most of the time, people are going to like the baby better, right? Why? Think about that. Why? Huh? All factor? Innocence? Right? Same thing with, with uh, uh, why, do you think, why do you think people, uh, these videos were... A, a soldier mom or soldier dad is coming home and they surprise their kid at the graduation. Why do you think those videos consistently go viral? It's, it's not one, it's not two. There are hundreds of those videos, but people eat them up. 
Why is that? We have a deep, in our culture, we have a deep appreciation for our people who lay their lives on the line for us, right? And the reason why I'm telling you this is I don't want you to do something intentionally to abuse that emotional connection. Guess what I'm telling you is I think if you can ever find a, a, a way to incorporate why people, you, why people like those emotions and they use that to engage with a brand, then I think you should con- consider ways intentionally on how to use that for your brand, right? Focus on youth. Focus on the people who have aspiring stories. Some of the most aspiring church stories I've seen lately have been people who've had very rough backgrounds who are willing to share their story. Why does that work? It's real. It's true. All right, so on puppies and babies, puppies and babies. Another one is ebb and flow. And the way I look at social media, and I might be wrong, but this has just been my experience. So I'm not, I'm not the expert. I just, I know more than the average bear in my backyard, but I'm no, by no means the expert. I just want people to learn and grow and network. So hopefully you network some folks. But the way I see social media, specifically on Facebook, since I'll, I'll go there, is in terms of engagement, the more people who, I, I care more about engagement than I care about likes. I think likes, followers, are, is a vanity number, right? Whether someone gets 1,000 likes or 10,000 likes, it, it just, it's just a number. I'm always after engagement. How many people care about the content enough to click on it, to share it, to comment, right? What are they doing when you put a piece of content out? And so I'm, I'm always more focused on that. But when I look at the, like a descending order or ascending order of how, uh, what works on Facebook, uh, a Facebook Live video is going to be at the top, right? You can come out with a Facebook Live video. It's going to be the top. It, the way the algorithm works right now, they may change it a year from now. But the way it works right now, if you can go live, there's a chance more people are going to see it. A chance. Doesn't mean they are, but there's a chance more people are going to see it. The next would be a regular video. Now, you, we can talk about a short-form video like Mallory mentioned earlier about with quick updates on the schedule or more of a long-form like porch times. A couple different ways to do that. Um, but I, live video, then video. Then next, what I would put images or graphics or you're using pictures to, to tell a story or to make a post. And then I would consider the next one being like links or like a hyperlink or to a blog or something like that. And I think Facebook has done a really good job of cutting back on the uh, spam type content links you've seen on that. Some of that has been, even for, for me and my organizations, I had to submit my driver's license to Facebook and some corporate documents just so I can advertise. And I think that's very smart. I think they should protect the platform because otherwise it's going to get so spammy that people would just get off in droves. Um, so I'd put links, blogs, et cetera. And then at the bottom of that, I'd just put regular text. So to kind of accentuate that, has anybody ever done a post where it was only text, but Facebook allowed you to use like a balloon background or the poop emoji background, right? Or the smiley face. Has anybody ever done that? I'm just curious. Have anybody done that? Where you did, why did Facebook do that? Draws attention. So if, if I use the exact same ABCD all the way to Z over here, or the poop emoji with ABC all the way to Z over here, which do you think is going to get more people's attention? Right. The poop emoji. 
Has anybody ever sent a poop emoji? I sure have. You asked me that five years ago, I would have said, no, I ain't no way. Um, but it's because it is catching people's attention. So if you haven't followed News News, I want you to, at News News, it's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of them. Go to newsnews.com. Sign up for our newsletter. free. I give it all away. Don't listen to what I say as much as you watch what I do. News News is the practical application of these philosophies I'm sharing with you right now. So we talked about teenagers a second ago. Does anybody know what, besides the social that we were doing last night for Magimile Media, does anybody know what that gentleman right there with the headphones on and this gentleman behind this camera were doing last night with two teenagers, 18, 19 years old? We were Facebook live streaming the Kinston High School at South North football game and live streamed their homecoming ceremony, the homecoming court. Why? People care. They want to see that. And it was two teenagers who pushed us to do it. 100%. Because I know we got the skill set. We got the technology. We got the desire. But those two kids wanted to do it. And I said, you're right. And we need to do it. And they're the ones who drove that. So I would say the ebb and flow is you watch News News Facebook Live in the game last night. But then you also saw on our, our feed last night interviews with coaches or players after the game. And then you saw a little bit later that night the actual articles of, of the, the correspondents who were there. So that same piece of content, I put it in three different forms last night. So if you watch our Facebook on News News, and most of y'all know where I was. You saw me. It wasn't me. It's the system we've created that's allowed this to do it. I pay for it, but it's the system that allows that to happen. But the same, same principles, three different forms of content from the exact same game. Everybody get what I'm going with that? It's really important for you to understand how we're using social media. And you go, but why are you doing that? I'm not in the news business. I'm not in the advertising business. I get your attention first, which is why I give it away. You might not want to give your content away. I get that. But I'm going to encourage you to consider it. And I'm going to go, go a little bit deeper on that in a minute. Uh, and what I mean by ebb and flow is I don't always do live. Don't always do video. Don't always do images. I don't always do the links. I don't always do the text. But I kind of just mix it up. And the reason why I mix it up is because it, you, you kind of kind of got this rhythm to what makes people connect with your page, right? You're telling a story. The last major philosophy I'll mention, <laughs> and I alluded to earlier, and since I told you, somebody remind me, you're probably going to throw barbecue sauce packages at me uh, if, I, if I forgot this, but that is the barbecue stain on a white T-shirt. I know, who was that? Who was the country singer who did that? Tim McGraw? Okay. I'm, I'm no Tim McGraw, but he was right in that I think, and, and Tanya painted this picture of, you know, what she said, what her perfect day is. And she's serious about that because I talked to her afterwards. Some of the most value in the conversations today have been before and after. And I spent probably 15, 20 minutes afterwards, and she's really serious about, she thinks of every day, how do I design the perfect day? And I love it, right? Certainly some days are bad and, and others are good. But what I mean about the barbecue stain is something that you've heard often today, and that is being authentic. People like when you're honest with them. I messed up. 
I made a mistake. Right? And people, are, people love it when businesses and brands are willing to own up to those mistakes. You know, I saw something on Twitter uh, last week. McDonald's ha- has this day where they, I forgot what the cause is, but there was this really big calls, and McDonald's uh, had this one day where all the proceeds of their, their uh, main Big Mac or whatever were going to this particular cause. And here comes Burger King, right? You know what Burger King did? They put out a basically an ad and said for one day, it was split screen, Burger King on one side, McDonald's on the other side. And they're basically the ad was, we're not selling the Whopper all day to support what McDonald's is doing. I said, they get it. They get it. Because what I'm going to tell you, the next thing I'm going to tell you is that I believe, I've got these, these few greater than thoughts. X is greater than Y. One of them is relationships are greater than money. I think, I think your true intent comes out in your talk like right now. You're seeing a, the side of me that these, my, my colleagues see all the time. This is me. I'm constantly talking about this. The intent behind today, I promise you, B.J. Murphy, Aletha Thrower, didn't make, it, didn't make any money today. It wasn't about that. The whole intent behind today and last night was to build up the market so that people would network, so that when we have a project, maybe there's somebody we can call on and do a video, right? So that when we need some help, maybe there's a vet here in the office that can, that can help us. Maybe, maybe the vet wants to do a column for News News, right? That was a conversation we just had. It was about networking. Think about how, how many people are in here and what you can learn from each other. That was a big part about today because I see in the market a need to have more talent in the market to do these really cool things when it comes to social media. Yes, she wants me to shift this way. Relationships are greater than money. I think your intent comes through in what you're seeing now, but also what you see when you connect with me and any others on social media. Um, another one that, as I call it the greater than, is trust is greater than skill. Now, I know that has nothing to do with social media but to me, it has everything to do with the partners in which I practice this idea of social media with. If I can't trust you, we can't do business together. I don't care how good you are. I'd rather take somebody who has zero skill, but I trusted them and work with that person all day. I'd invest, I'd, I'd invest 100% of my soul in that person all day long. It means more to me. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in this, if you can't tell... I keep thinking of business. We move very fast, and I want to win. And the person I'm competing against is me. I, want to, I love Monday mornings. I know I'm crazy, but I love Monday mornings. I, I'm ready to knock out my to-do list. But I'm competing against me, not you. I, we, we go head-to-head. I'm, I will win. But it won't be because you're better. It's because I'm going to work harder, and I'm going to think more. Right? That's the way I look at it. So in other words, the last, last greater than thought is doers are greater than complainers. Chris experienced this because Chris and I, actually part, part of the reason why Chris and I connected years ago is because we did have a, a heightened sense of crime a couple times while I was mayor, once in 11 and the other one in, in 14. And in 14, I learned some lessons about what we went through in 11 that we applied in 14 to do a better job of how to handle that issue. 
And one thing that, I, that was very frustrating to me as a leader is that people would take their finger, Chris, you're going to attest to this, and they go, what are you, Crystal's the council member, what are you going to do about it, right? People love to take the, it's, 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 that's not a good connotation. You know, it, it feels wrong when somebody's pointing a finger, because it is. And the truth is, we should be doing, what am I going to do about it, Right? And so the challenge in leadership is how do you get a bunch of people moving towards that same, that same goal? And Chris and, and the Kinsa teams came along at a time where we needed to say, hey, young people, we love you. We care about you. And you're right. It's a lot of your peers. So how are a bunch of police officers and city council members and other government and civic leaders, business owners, how are we supposed to solve something without having you at the table? So we did. We brought them to the table, and they're still engaged today. But it had more to do with they wanted to do about it, about it too. They didn't want to complain about it any more than they wanted somebody to do something about it. So doers are greater than complainers. So when you think about social media, I'm going to encourage you to be real, be authentic, but don't go on social media to complain about your lack of sales when you haven't done any of these things that you were taught today. I don't want to hear it, right? I saw some, we, got, we got an amen corner in the back. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go into a, a, a thought here process. I, I don't know this model as well, but I can tell you that we've pra been practicing this. Again, I'm, I'm practicing social media. But Gary Vaynerchuk talks about this content model. So I would encourage you to, to Google Gary V content model. I promise you, just what you saw Tanya do today, it's going to pop up. And basically the idea is very simple, and I alluded to it a while ago. And that is take one piece of content. Pastor, let me pick on you for a second, all right? So Pastor Truitt serves one of the largest, maybe the largest congregation in our county. Tomorrow morning, he's going to get up and deliver a very powerful sermon because I know you're going to do that. That 30-minute, 45-minute sermon is a long-form piece of content, right? That he, he then airs Channel 7 every week. What time? Fox, what time? Nine o'clock. Got a large following on Fox every morning, every Sunday morning at nine o'clock. Because we talked about that not too long ago. But he's got an opportunity. He's got this message that he delivers once, right? It's recorded. So then what else? I'm just curious, what else can he think about this from your business standpoint too? What else can he do with that content to to get people's attention other ways? Yes, in the back. Right, so it was it. So take like a, a make a meme out of it, maybe maybe a, a, a funny a meme or or something where it's just a graphic with a quote on it. Okay, what's another way you could do it? Yes. So the thought was take the long video, make it a three to four minute video, hitting the highlighted points. With captions. Yes. So get somebody in the congregation and do a little takeaway video. Chris, yes, sir. So say, say take a 30-second video and do it, do it, the church's uh, Twitter page. And, and from that, you even do an Instagram story where it's two or three minutes. Or take the, 
you can take up the 10 minutes of time, I think, and do an Instagram story with it. So that one piece of long content is what we would call the pillar, right? So when, when, when you heard Tanya break down earlier, how much time did she say she was spending doing videos? Like one day, she did three videos? What's that, three, four hours? Now, granted, she's got to think about it and plan that out, but the time I actually filmed the video wasn't that much. Um, she spends more of her time promoting those videos. I want you to think, because people go, I don't have time or I don't have money. And you heard today, you can use an iPhone. I'm going to step on some toes, but not too many. But I, I don't like complainers, if you haven't heard. When you ask my kids, I say, what does daddy not like? And they'll say, whining. And it's right. I, I, I don't do whining. You don't have money? Wonderful. You got time? Or what are you good at? What do you love to do? Right? You don't have time? Then, then what are you spending your time on now? Because you got the same amount of time I got. Lord, help me. I want to give another example. Um, Angie, I'm, I'm not going to pick on you, but I will pick on your profession for a second, right? Because realtors, and you can apply this to insurance agents, et cetera. This is a, a real how-to. I'm going to see I want to, I'm going to show you. I'm going, I'm going to let you imagine something with me for a second to make a point. Go to just about any realtor's page, right? Do this as a homework assignment. Just write the word realtor page. And I want you to, any realtor, individual or the whole brand, this is what you're going to find across the board. I just listed this house. Congrats to the home buyers. I just listed this house. Congrats to the home buyers. Over and over and over again. I'm going to sleep. I'm not following you anymore. I might even unfollow you. I might mute you. But the bottom line is, I'm not going to be paying attention to your page, which means in the algorithm world, you disappear. You disappear right? Try this. What if the realtor took the time and said, I'm going to go interview, I don't know, the principal of Pink Hill Elementary? I'm going to sit down for three to five minutes with the, the Pink Hill Elementary School uh, principal to say, tell us about this school. Tell us about what makes this community so unique, right? And they took the time to make a video to educate the public on what some of the great things that are happening in that community. Now, why would a realtor do something like that? Yes. Get more people going to that neighborhood? Yes. Creates an emotion? Yes. Right. Promoting that great school, thinking about the neighborhood. It's the same reason I'm in front of the room. Yes, sir. It shows that they care about the community, not just selling a house. Connecting. You're answering the question. And I'm telling you, what are you doing? Can we just... Can we just stop now? We're good? Okay. I think you get it. You get my point. I'm in front of the room, not because I'm the best. It's because I truly care about it, and I want y'all to get better at it. That, that is the punchline. That's it. That's the reason why I'm standing here trying to share these thoughts with you so you'll get better at what you do, so you go out and help others get better at what they do. 
So stop the list, 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 ba ba ba, ba ba ba, sell, sell, sell. I want you to think about it from more of an educating. In other words, 5149. This is what we were just talking about a while ago. Give more than you receive. It's a very simple principle. It's been, been around a long time, right? If you give more than you receive without, without asking for anything in return, I promise you're going to make more money or get more donors or get more volunteers or get more people to the church. I promise you it will work every time. You've got to be consistent with it. So for me, the way I look at it, I heard, I heard the, the book mentioned earlier, uh, Jab, 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 Right Hook, I believe it was. The idea is I'm going to give away something, I'm going to give away something, I'm going to give away something, and then I'm going to ask for something in return. I don't know, like come to a summit, right? I've been giving this stuff away for three years. First time I've ever asked anybody to do anything. And that's kind of the whole thought. Yes, ma'am. That's right. She said talking about bedside manner. Nobody cares about how much you know until they know how much you care. 100%. I'm going to leave you with two more thoughts, and then I'm going to bring Aletha up here. I had this conversation with my dad uh, the other day. My dad, retired bread man, uh, he's my biggest and most embarrassing fan. And, and, I, and I put that under all caps, right, because that's the way he talks a lot. Uh, in fact, I've banned my dad from sending me texts because it, it comes across as like, when he sends me texts, it's ding, 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 because it's like, it's like 10 in one message. And I'm like, Dad, just send me an email. Just send me a Facebook message, right? So he can't send me texts anymore. But I had this conversation with him, and that is the older I've gotten, and I know I'm only 39, but the older I've gotten, the more, the more I've been more concerned about when I talk to people about what they do in life, what they're doing now is, are you happy? Are you happy? Because I don't care if you're a bread man, you're in the news business, tech guy, photographer. It doesn't matter to me. Dick, dig, uh, uh, ditch digger. It just doesn't matter. Are you happy? And I'm going to tell you that in the social media sense, even the, the ditch digger can become uber famous. Right? Ima imagine the, di the ditch digger with a selfie video like, Man, I got to dig 10 feet deep today. This is going to be pretty daggone cool. Y'all watch this, right? I'm telling you, those little things, they, they go famous. And then next thing you know, they're on YouTube, and they've got these sponsored ads that after two minutes, you've got to watch 10 seconds to keep watching the content. And they get money off of that, right? Even the ditch digger can get famous in our society today. It doesn't take any special skill. It just takes a lot of just, I want to do better. I want to win. And so I get my point is, what makes you happy? And then go all in on your strengths. We spend too much time trying to teach our kids how to make that 69 to 71. When I'm telling you, you might want to try to make that 93 and 96. Right? Because I have a feeling that as a society. Now, I got kids. I want them to get passing grades. Don't get me wrong. It's, but when you think about your strengths and what you're really good, I'm going to tell you to focus on those strengths. Because you'll be a lot happier. Right? Your husband's a phenomenal cook. Right? Phenomenal chef. Right? And I'm going to tell them to, to, to watch more YouTube videos, to go to more classes, to get better at that, because he'll only get better. Your, your income will, will show it. But if he starts trying to learn how to, I don't know, like, like knit something, it just won't be the same. Right? I need to get better at knitting. He won't make as much money. I promise you. Um, that's kind of my point, and that is the punchline. What makes you happy and to go all in on that?
Does that make sense? That's kind of what today was about. 